0: and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We are your go-to resource for everything you need to turn your hygiene department into a profit center. I'm your host, Rachel Paul, and joining me is my amazing co-host, Vicki Collier. Hello again, Rachel. Hey, Vicki. Anything new with you since our oh, last my- meeting not that I can think of. I did a
1: lot of work out at home this weekend. Now we, we yeah, you know, I love feeding the fish in the pond. We I know. A couple of little
0: turtles. And, and you are heading back out to Phoenix. I am going yep. to Phoenix. We've got so, the U out there next week. That's so. great. And if, uh, um, and if you haven't heard of our U, we actually have people that come from all over to our uh, Phoenix location, and we have a facility in Atlanta as well. And um, we have some great, yeah. great, great things going on out there. Um, lots of great speakers. Lots of a, pl- a plethora of great material for your teams to hear. So. Yeah, so Vicki will be Take out that, there yeah. um, for the next two weeks. I yeah. won't see you. Yeah. So, um, Well, thanks for being here today and today is episode 20 and we're going to talk about are your weak communication skills holding your team back? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we see that a lot. Um,
1: I think we, we tend to we talk about verbiage a lot in all of our trainings, and obviously we practice and role-play verbiage mm-hmm. because we, we don't want you to have a script per se, but we also want to make sure that we are truly clarifying to patients mm-hmm. what they need. Um, I think that um, this is major when it comes to treatment acceptance um, and, and presentation. If, right. if your team is not prepared and not, um, and using words that we don't recognize as being uh,
0: strong enough, right. sometimes you can see that in your treatment acceptance numbers. Absolutely. And um, I always say with the right communication skills, really anything is possible. Right. Um, and, you know, I've, I, Great example, I was in an office um, a couple months ago observing mm-hmm. and two hygienists and one hygienist was, they were both recommending fluoride to a patient mm-hmm. and one hygienist says, "Miss um, Jones, I, you know, I recommend a fluoride treatment today, mm-hmm. $35 insurance is probably not going to cover it, mm-hmm. but you have several risk factors that are putting you at risk for decay. Right. Let me show you with a mirror You've got recession right here where your gums have receded. And she just went on to explain right. everything to they It right. was great. Mm-hmm. And she ended with saying, let's do that after the exam today. Would you prefer mint or cherry? Right. Good. Course, it was perfect. Sure. And, of course, the patient, the patient followed said, through. yeah said, I'll take cherry. Sounds good. And then I'm, I'm hearing the other hygienist who did similar spill, and then at the very end she goes, "Yeah, unfortunately, your insurance is not going to oh, cover that." So that just negates everything. Everything that she's she's just she said, said yeah. and then she's like, "Did you want to do that?"
1: Right. So. So, and the, very a, a very different conversation. That is a great example too of communication skills. It's not just what you say; it's how you say it, yeah. and with what confidence you say it, right. and the look on your face, and all your of those tone, things. Everything, your tone, everything yeah. has to go into play. So, um, if, if, you, if your team lacks the confidence to effectively uh, present treatment. And motivate patients to action.
0: It's just a lose lose. It is, you know? yeah. And so, with the right verbal skills, though, they can present that tre- treatment confidently right. and using the verbiage that we recommend. Sure. The patient says yes. Absolutely. We know this and in your true. situation. a true, proven principle. Right. Bad right.
1: news first, and on the strength let the last thing they hear is why it's a good a good thing for them to do, um, and and this falls into you know several different categories. One, the, are your hygienist offering additional services. Right. You know, they feel confident in that. Your hygienist is an authority, but if they are not using that authority or exerting is that the word exert yeah their authority, they're
0: not going to uh, they're they're not going to find that, that patients accept what they offer. Right, and I find um, a lot of times it's it's just in simple words that they're saying. So they might tell a patient that, you have a little bit of bleeding. Uh, well, what message does that send a patient? To it was say, a little bit, who cares? Yeah, you know, a little yeah. bit of bleeding. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's no big deal. But it is a big right, deal. So right. getting rid of certain words in, the, a, in and our And that's a biggie, a biggie. A little is a biggie. Right? A little is a biggie. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended.
1: But um, it, that it minimizes what we do. It mm-hmm. minimizes what we say. Um, if you do a little of anything, it just seems sort of... Inconsequential. Inconsequen- is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. You know, it's just, there's, it, why bother if it's just little? So, right, right. And I
0: do hear that a lot, or even doctors say it a lot.
1: Yes. You have a little
0: cavity. You know what that message you just sent that patient was?
1: There's no hurry. There's no yeah. hurry. Yeah. You did not
0: create right. any sense of urgency exactly. with
1: that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but same thing with watches. Oh yeah. We're yeah, we gonna wa- what are we gonna watch it do? Yeah. That was one thing we didn't do in my office. Um, my dentist never said that. But then when the new dentist bought our practice and came in, there were W's on everything, and I thought, what are all these little W's everywhere in the in the yeah. chart? And uh, they were watchers. And so I'm thinking, you know, yes, we want to be conservative when it calls for that, but I think words monitor it is much better than watch it. Yeah. So
0: yeah, we're just gonna watch it, watch it, do watch it. <laughs> Turn into the cavity.
1: Disappeared. That yeah. doesn't happen. Um, another good way of being stronger in your in your presentation is to use uh, the, the art of co-diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, having that patient diagnose with you. And like you said, she's, the first hygienist used a mirror and an mm-hmm. you know, intro camera. Used all these tools
0: to show the patient. Used your she was, tools yeah. to show
1: them. People are very visual. <clears throat> so if we can show them why it's important for them to follow through, the rest is a no-brainer. Absolutely. You know, it's just easy, easy. Um, Consistency among the team. You know, we've talked about this in previous episodes, Mm -hmm. but if you've got four hygienists and they're all doing and saying something different, that's just... that's it's confusing. It is confusing to patients. And think about your patients. I say this all the time. Of families, if you've got Mrs. Jones in this room and Mr. Jones in this room and they get finished at the same time, but they had a totally different experience, right? Um, they're going to kind of question, well, why did I get this and sh- you didn't? Right. And why did she try to sell me this and she didn't try to sell you that? That's what it starts to look like. So mm-hmm. making sure that the team is consistent in the words that they say, in the tone of voice, and and have
0: a plan in place right. for what they're going to do I think that's a big part of it too um, you know we we whenever we do trainings we like to have the whole team there, right, 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 because sometimes the hygienist might say something in the back, and then they walk up front and check out mm-hmm. the front desk person, and, and their language is totally different. Exactly, and it just confuses right. the patient. Right, and exactly. then they don't know what to do, so they they say, "Well, I'll call you," and they leave. right, without right, scheduling, right, right, right. So you want to make sure that we're being consistent with um, with the words we're using. So is it are we saying you know periodontal disease, are we right. calling it gum, gum disease, right. are we calling it periodontal therapy, like Making sure. sure we all know what that means and saying the same words and right. not confusing the patient. And, and that's it's tough
1: sometimes because we get into habits. We, we're, in the, we're in the habit of saying these words. Getting Stopping something that you've been doing that's a bad habit, I think, is a lot harder than learning something new. So, oh, for sure. But we have to watch that and maybe correct each other. But but consistency is the key and also making it as simple
0: as possible for our patients for mm-hmm. ease for ease of business. Right. And I, I know there is a, we have a, list of words that we always oh, yeah. tell to just remove them from your vocabulary. Right, right. Right. Because it also, when you say these words, think about how, how the patient perceives that. Right. 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 So what are some of the words that you, you recommend well, saying or that you hear? Possibly, probably, I think you should. Oh you yeah. Know, some of those things. I hear that, that a lot. Oh, yeah. I think you should. And yeah. Uh, I I feel like we say it because we don't want the patient to think that we're forcing them to do something. But if you know they need something, don't right. diminish it. Just sure. Say you and need this, or don't. If tell them, I were you, I would do this. Absolutely. Not, I think you should do this. Right. Or, you should probably have. Or this you to should do. think
1: about doing. That means that there's must be some other option. If I think about it, I'll go yeah. away and come back. Or think about day. it.
0: We'll just talk about right. it every time you come in. We'll just right. keep talking about it.
1: Right. We talked about watching things. Mm-hmm. You know, we like the word monitor might be better than that. But but we know that. Uh, it's not going to miraculously heal itself. It doesn't happen in dentistry, which would be great if it did, but it doesn't. Right. Um, small and little, you know, if, if a yeah, small anything, a little bleeding, yeah. a little
0: cavity. Um, what did, I heard you say one time, <laughs> saying you have a little bit of bleeding is like saying you're a little bit pregnant. A little pregnant. Yes, that's right. You Either you are or, <laughs> or you're you not. Are, yeah. Yeah, one way or the
1: other. Yeah. Um, bite and maybe. And and then also one of the things that we we as fact finder clinicians are horrible about trying to teach the patient everything they might need to know about the procedure that they need. Um, oh, know,
0: we, can totally confusing. Yes.
1: Use, use your chair side tools, but keep it simple. The, what, the KISS method, keep it simple, sweetie. Yeah. Um, you know, if we try to educate them so much that it's just over. What, analysis paralysis is what I call that. You yeah. give them too much information, they don't make a decision at and all. And I've so. seen this
0: happen all too often when I'm observing a, a doctor presenting treatment, mm-hmm. and then it's like the patient, it, it's like over oh. their heads. I'm you like, see their eyes glaze. You just and used a thinking, bunch of words that they have no idea what sure, you're talking about. Sure, sure. Like, and now they're just show.
1: overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and then one word in our office that we never used was cancellation. My dentist did not allow us to use the word cancellation. Yeah. Um, how we've had a cancellation in our schedule, would you like to come in? We've had a change today. Yeah, we, we've you know, had a change in our schedule. Because we thought if we use the word cancellation that just sort of implies to them that it's okay to to do that. So
0: I think that's a great one and um, our offices are getting better at that one, but that's yeah. one. Anyone who works at the front desk should be trained. You you don't have a cancellation. Right, exactly. You have a change in your schedule. Exactly. So, I just I encourage you to think about the communication skills in your office. Um, you will know if they are strong or weak based off your treatment acceptance. So sure. if you if you do, if you do not have great treatment acceptance, then that's a good sign that you need to work on your communication skills. So pay attention: is your team using those words? Little, maybe I would mm-hmm. maybe do this. You should think about that. Like those words, those phrases need to be removed from the practice. So get those out of your vocabulary. And confidence needs to be added. Yes. (laughs) Whether you have it or not, fake it till you make (laughs) it. And if someone doesn't have confidence on your team, work with them. Sure. You know, you can, you can really work on um, getting those skills better and and improving on them. Right. So make sure you're doing that. But we, we appreciate you listening today. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast on iTunes. You can also visit our website hygieneprofitleaders.com we are offering a free hygiene analysis on the website which is great so be sure to check that out and um, you can also download notes from the podcast listen to previous podcasts as well as learn more about who we are what we do and how we can help you grow your hygiene department so stay educated